Welcome to the Difference of 13 podcast, where we make a difference by doing it differently. Welcome to week 14, everybody. Uh, If you are watching on YouTube, you're in for a treat. We have the most beautiful (laughs) woman in the world with us. Um, Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Everybody has been wondering for the last week who the most beautiful woman in the world was that we were speaking of, most interesting, beautiful. So we've kind Ooh. of built we've kind of built you up. We, we talked about you last week. Oh. <laughs> I'm Lauren. He is my husband. That is me. The luckiest <laughs> man in the world. And what else do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, if you're watching this, I think you might be wondering, Terry and I realized when we came in this morning, we were looking back that we're actually wearing the same shirt we were wearing last week. And um, I'm still in a sling. Yes, she has not improved to the point where she's out of the <laughs> sling yet. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so anyway. It, it happens. Maybe that'll be like a trivia question. What weeks did we wear the same right. shirt back to back? I don't know. How many weeks could we wear the same shirt? Maybe you guys should get different shirts. This could be our podcast. This could be our podcast attire. <laughs> well, I think we we wanted to bring uh, Lauren on today to talk a lot about I think success. Um, you know, I think Lauren stays at home all day with our kids, uh, and I I feel like stay at home moms kind of get a pretty bad rap. I know personally, I have the easy job in the relationship, <laughs> um, and that doesn't even include you know you work. Early in the morning and late at night, teaching kids in China online. So um, basically, you work like three jobs. Shout out to VIP Kid. <laughs> um, but I think we'll yeah. put a link to that in the yeah, yeah, we, 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 yeah, contact no. me if you want to be referred. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, uh, but no, I think it, I mean that's that. And there are, I think there's a number of other companies too, right? That are out there for moms to to for teaching and you know, additional revenue. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because yeah. um, that's been huge for us as a family as we've started this business and mission of trying to help as many people as we can in this realm um, you know i think any business or any endeavor there's always somebody in the background who's mm-hmm. kind of the rock um, luckily mine's very beautiful <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so i think what we wanted to do today is just is talk a lot about um you know how we how you stay healthy at home you know, you know tips maybe that you have in terms of things that you've done how do you still exercise with two kids? How do you keep the family healthy with what we eat, um, despite you know getting up at five a.m., working till eight, having the kids all the way through until bedtime, and then doing it again <laughs> the next day, and um, the next day, and the next day. And, but then I think also you know I think what a lot of people don't talk about is the mental health and supporting mm-hmm. a spouse. Who can be a little uh, bipolar, maybe? <laughs> You're talking about you. Yeah, I'm talking about me. Um, a little intense is yeah. the way. I yeah, it. I wouldn't say. Yeah, I'd that say wouldn't intense. be the right word. Yeah, well, I'll let you you define that. I don't but, know if it's just one word. <laughs> more than that. Um, but I think we just wanted to kind of bring out and get your perspective of how do you stay healthy? How do you help you know our family stay healthy? And um, you know, any tips out there for whether you know spouses of business owners? If people are business owners themselves or stay-at-home moms, I mean, just basically with a busy schedule, um, you know, how have you done it? So I guess we should probably get a little history. Yeah. You want to talk and tell about how we met? Oh, 
So it was the summer of 2004. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That's a 2000. I don't know. It was college. Yeah, what would have been 2004 freshman year? Yeah. And you didn't know my name. I didn't know your name. And then I don't even remember what. I think I thought your name was uh, Nicole. Nicole. You started. No. So then I just called you phone girl because every time I saw you, I was you'd on be on the, the phone. phone. Yeah. And then, oh, and then I got locked out of my room. Mm-hmm. And then your door was open and I was friends with your roommate, or yep. friendlier with your roommate. And then, but he wasn't there. Yeah. So then we ended up talking till four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And Here we are. First date, rock climbing. Yeah. At Judd Gymnasium at Springfield <laughs> College. Yeah. And uh, the rest is history. Yeah. See, you remember the rock climbing, and I remember the ice cream. That tells you a lot about our relationship. <laughs> uh, so, so I, I, I would remember the ice cream too. Uh, but anyway, we've obviously, uh, you know, and then we've kind of grown into. We got married, got two beautiful kids, which may or may not run into the yeah, back of yeah, this video. They, as they we can go. make a surprise visit at any point in time. We'll see how long Netflix <laughs> keeps them away. Um, but I think you know, both of you are mothers. You know, mm-hmm. how did you? working, staying healthy, keeping, you know, how did you figure out how to get the right food into the house and uh, exercise? I mean, what have, what have been the biggest challenges for you guys to stay healthy? Um, you always feel like someone is, you don't think of yourself in every day. You think of what your family needs. Everybody else comes first. Right. And And then by the time you get around to mom when there's time and then it's, and then it's time to go. (laughs) (laughs) and there's never time no I mean there's there's never no especially when like you have an infant I mean that's like did I brush my teeth this morning sort of no time (laughs) (laughs) when was the last time I showered yeah that's like a whole different type of busy but even as I mean my kids are grown now but you know you think when they're little oh once they start school I'm gonna have all this free time and you don't. And then once they start driving themselves, I'm going to have all this free time. And you don't because there's other things that fill in that time. And right. it's minor. Like I said, they're grown and somehow or another they still occupy a good deal of my day. Yeah. You know, yeah. It doesn't ever stop. There's a lot of wheels that turn in, in an everyday family. So I don't remember what your question was. How do you find time for yourself? <laughs> oh, this is, this is insight into our house. <laughs> um, how do I find time? So it it didn't come. I it still is a challenge to find time. I um, now that they're a little bit more independent, and there's two of them, they can kind of help each other out and play with each other, and occupy each other. So um, I. You, so I teach in the morning, so I wake up and I, when Chris isn't home, I wake, I wake up and do three classes in a row from 5 to 6.30 before they wake up, usually. And then after that, I, and before that, I have coffee and a, and a muffin or like a little, you know. Yeah, snack. Yeah. And then after that, I exercise. And then, so I have an hour and a half break for exercise and then get the kids breakfast or whatever. And then I have two more classes after that. And then my day starts. So I've already exercised before my day starts. I feel like I'm the same way. If I don't get the exercise in first thing in the morning, 
something inevitably comes up and yeah. gets in the way of it. Yeah. And I don't generally like doing it. <laughs> so I'm pretty good at finding other things to do. See, I'm not a first thing in the morning girl. I mm, That doesn't work for me. It's usually evening. Yeah. Evening. All right. Where were we? Okay. Sorry for that little commercial interruption there. All right. It's called owning your own business. Yeah. Or having a small business. It's nice when the call coming is for somebody coming in. Right. <laughs> it's not a bad call. It isn't. So, yeah. So, you know, Lauren, you're saying it's tough to, I guess, get into the flow of working out in the middle of the day kind of the day gets in the way, right? Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing is I tried, you, I tried several different things before I found out what really worked for our family. And I'm sure it's going to change as it goes on. But right now, that's what works best for me. But I tried to do the evening. And then I tried to do in the afternoon. And it's just, you just got to try it, I guess. And then once you figure out your own flow of doing things. Yeah. We, we have a couple of moms here that they... Their kids are a little bit older and they take them to, they drop them off at school and then they come straight here and they do a class. And they said, it's that same kind of thing. That's part of their, it's become their routine. They drop the kids off, they come here, they work out and then their day starts. Yeah. Well, I think you made an important point. I think I've seen it. We've both seen it with our kids where it has to fit into their schedule too a little bit where mm -hmm. um, our kids are, they'll go entertain themselves a little bit more in the morning versus I guess the afternoon and they just want to play or they want to go do something. Or they're hungry. They're always hungry. And that <laughs> afternoon, it's like, well, you've already had one of everything in our house. So, <laughs> um, but I think the cool thing is, you know, as a family, I think, you know, Lucas and Eva like enjoy. They just like will come in and try to do their version of exercise and work yes, out too. And, that's been. Um, I think that's important when you're raising yeah. kids is for them to see exercise as right. just kind of part of a daily routine yeah. and something healthy and fun to do. And um, yeah, I think that's. It's not just you when you're exercising. You're not just doing something for you. I think you're also setting a, a good example for your kids. So, you know, and one of the other things that Sissy wanted us to chat about was, um, can you talk about what it's been like supporting or being kind of the, the backbone of somebody starting a business and being on the, you know, somebody comes into Power of Success, they see, you know, my name is the owner, but I think we both know who the real boss is. Um, you always think. <laughs> um, but I mean, especially when he was starting this, y'all had babies, tiny babies. Yeah. Well, your first, our first open house was in the shed. Yeah. And that was the day we got our sonogram. Was it the day? I think it was the day we got our first sonogram with Lucas. Yeah. And, to, and we got like these big cheese platters and like lots of water bottle <laughs> and two people came. Yeah. You remember? Two people. I remember. We, we had a lot of food in the car on the way home. Yeah. Yeah. I ate that for a long time. I love cheese. I didn't have a problem with it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that start. And before that, you kind of did your own thing out of your car, but like your first place was when we just found out we were pregnant with Lucas. So, I mean, it's always, I think it would have been a different vibe if like we started it after we had our kids but like I've never not like this was this has been our life since kids so I've never known it's your normal another way yeah, yeah. so when we opened up this the 
when right Evo was ten. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Eva was a newborn when you were finishing. I remember that remember, picture. Remember our update? Our uh, our tentative open here was like on her due date or something. Something like that. Yeah. yeah that's how we roll. Yeah. So I took. Luckily, she was born on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. both of our kids were born on a Thursday. <laughs> luckily, well. so he takes Thursday and Friday yeah. off. And then back we have the weekend, on. and we're back to work on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> so what's that like as as the other part, you know, in this case, the mom? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in some relationships, it's the mom that's the business owner and the dad that it's, it's at home. Although, I guess in that scenario, the mom would stay home a little longer. I, mean, birth. I would hope so. Maybe. <laughs> For her Maybe. body, I would hope so. Yeah. Um, but what, you know, what's that been like? What have been some of the biggest challenges for you? And if you can give tips to... You know, spouses out there who, you know, maybe they're the one at home more so uh, in their relationship. So I would say, I would say the first, like with Lucas, it was a little, it was lonely. I felt a lot of, I felt alone a lot because it was me and a baby and you didn't really, I mean, I'm a social person. I used to be a teacher, so I've been around, I mean, I don't, I'm not like a sit down, stay at your desk. Well, just for perspective, remember our phone calls when we were, when we started dating, we were dating long distance because you changed schools. Oh, yes. So we'd have phone conversations. Yeah. I literally would, would fall, fall asleep. asleep with the phone on my chest. <laughs> I'd wake up, talking. I'd wake up 30 to 45 minutes later and she'd still we'll be, be talking. talking. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's my Both wife. of our children like to talk. Oh, yeah. Probably because of me, but you know. But yeah, I, I yeah. agree. I think with that first one, there's you're alone a lot. So like you're craving company more so than help. And then with the second mm-hmm. one, it's like I need I need more help. I need more hands. Yeah. So it was a different feeling when. And for me, with them. the second one, it was more like I want to, I want time alone. And, yeah. And it sort of switched from I want to be around people to I need time alone because I have these two babies clinging to me all right, day. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think keeping it in perspective, a lot of the times of like, Chris always puts a lot of stuff on, you always put a lot of stuff on your own shoulders. Like, well, I did this and that's why we're in this position, but you've never made a decision, a big decision without talking to me. So I never once felt like you're doing something that I'm not supporting. So I think the biggest thing with spouses of business owners is if they're asking you your opinion or if they're asking you, are you okay with this? And you say yes, but you really got to be okay with it because it's a, it's a lifestyle. Being a family that owns a business is a lifestyle. And, um, it's definitely, I didn't really know what I was agreeing to. <laughs> I guess I did kind of. Let's do my business. dad. It'll be fun. Was my, yeah, I mean, my dad owned a business, so I saw my mom. And so I, I mean, I guess I kind of knew, um, but it was a little, it was a different type of business and his business, he had to commute a long time. So when we were looking for a house, I mean, you try to, like we were looking at different towns and you could get a little bit more money the farther out you go a little more bang for your buck but for us I'd rather a smaller house that's closer to where you work so kids schools are because like when my dad had to go 
and go to work and then my we had like a play or something he either missed it or he took off the day and then that kind of throws off the whole mm-hmm. thing so being being close to where you work I think is you know you're done at eight and you can be home relatively soon so um that I think was a big a big thing and um being open when you do feel frustrated about things we constantly talk about frustrations or if I have anything. Those are pretty common. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and I think not to take it too personally, like you you can't, it's not, it's been, it's logistics. There's just a lot of logistics that like, you're not, not home because you don't want to be home. Like you, like you literally, I mean, before you had an actual staff, you were the, every, you did everything. So, I mean, if you had to be here, (laughs) (laughs) so me being mad at you about not being home, but you wanting to be home, but you couldn't, I mean, it's kind of like, like I'm, I'm annoyed or I'm frustrated at something, but then, but why is that? And then to provide some sort of solution rather than just complaining about it. Y'all have, I've always noticed y'all have great communication. Y'all talk back very openly about what's going on. And while there might be emotion there, it's not emotionally attacking each other. It's more like, like you said, there's this situation that exists and I don't like it, but you're not putting blame on the other person for it. Right. It's just more like, okay, we have this problem. How can we fix it? Right. I think that's how, you know, we talk about, you know, working as a team, whether in business or in a marriage, I think. You know, we had a problem of we were moving into this big facility. How are we going to make enough money? The business, I couldn't take as much out as we needed to support our family. So, And we looked at you working in the public schools in North Carolina. wasn't enough to cover daycare. daycare. Well, I would be paying for daycare. Yeah, you yeah. basically would work full-time to put a kid in daycare. Yeah. Um, so that's where the whole you – know, I think it's kind of cool to me that you know, starting a business and being an entrepreneur, I mean, you have – very similar entrepreneurial. I know you don't think it sometimes, but to respond to that ad and start teaching, you know, early in the morning or later at night, kids in China, opposite of work schedules. I mean, that's very entrepreneurial in terms of um, or desperation or desperation. <laughs> <laughs> they I think, can overlap. I, I, I think, think sometimes <laughs> entrepreneur and desperate kind of are the same thing. Yeah. Are pretty synonymous together. Yeah, I mean, when you see, I it's easy. I can be an overthinker and it's easy to get yourself in like a, how are we going to do this kind of situation? But it's, have you talked about the wall of wool? I don't know that I have talked about the wall of wool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We're bringing up the deep stuff. Okay. Let's, well, we're going all in. Well, you, you've already mentioned it. So let's go there. So, well, cause it's true. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah, totally. So Chris, well, sometimes, well, now we both go in the wall of pool, but it started that you would be in in the wall of pool. So Chris comes home, I don't remember, it was years ago now. I don't remember. And I don't even remember what started it, but it was a lot of like... Probably couldn't pay like four or five bills or something. (laughs) It was a lot of, you know, like, I wish this and I shouldn't have done this and this is coming up and I don't know how this and what if that and... I think I'm going to take credit for naming it. Did I name it the well of I mean, I certainly did not. I think I'm I pretty did. sure you did. <laughs> and I said, okay, so you have a couple minutes. Like, these are all valid concerns. 
Uh, we're in a, you're in a wallow pool. You're just sitting in a pool of sorrow. <laughs> so take your, like, get it all out, complain, do your thing, and then get out of the wallow pool and try to find a way to take control of the things that you can take control of. And the things that you can't take control of, it, it will be okay. You know, like, you just, there's no other, for me... I'm a glass half and half full kind of person and I don't want to look, it's easy to look at all of the things that are overwhelming. And so everyone has their wallow pool, you have your feelings and then we try to solve. I think that's important. Like when you talk to people about dealing with anxiety and stress, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you have to acknowledge those feelings. And I think that's what the wallow pool (laughs) does. Uh, it's just like our wonderful children out there that if they came in and started tugging on our shoulder and we ignored them, they're not going to go away. They're just going to tug harder. I think when you have anxiety or stress, you acknowledge it. And then I think you always tell me, all right, now get up out of the wall pool or I'm going to kick you in the butt and get you out <laughs> myself. <laughs> yeah. And then let's go figure out how to do it. It's the only other way. So when, when I was looking for some sort of work, it was just kind of like, I got to find something. So luckily this worked out and it's been, it's worked for our family. But if it didn't, then something else would have, I, you know, you can't, I can't have another option. Like, you know, we, at the end of the day, we can't control what happens to us. We can't control how we respond to it and, you know, what we attempt to do to to handle it. Like that's what you've done pretty amazingly at home with the kids and all the other stay at home moms out there. (laughs) <laughs> we are not we are not worthy um you know, i think you guys have the toughest job and stay-at-home dads i mean whoever the parent is staying at home uh, i think that's by far the, one of the toughest and most under appreciated jobs there is and, uh, so thank you to the public i'm thanking you for what you do for our children and our family oh. does that mean you're See, making dinner you, yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm have, making reservations yes. you have this on tape now yeah, yeah. You can, you can pull this up anytime you need it. I mean, but that, but I mean, even work, working parents, they all, everyone has their stuff, right? No one has them. I mean, I appreciate you saying all of that, but I, I feel like everyone has their own way. Like everyone has their stuff. What's hard for them. What's easy for them, how they handle it. We have, I think we just have to support whatever it is. You know, however anyone decides to parent or however they can support their family, I think. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, hon. We uh, we loved having you here. Yes. Lori needs to come by more often. She does. I tell her that. There's these two little children that we have that kind of get in the way of some things. But they're probably, right? They're, That's true. They, they're watching TV and having a lollipop right now. They're like, yeah, let's go back to TV. Yeah, yeah. Mom, go on the podcast again. Lollipops and TV. Doesn't get much better than that. So, all right. Well, uh, if you guys, if you if you enjoyed the show, please go on uh, you know, YouTube, you know, wherever you download your podcast from iTunes, f- five-star reviews, thumbs up. Um, you know, certainly comment how beautiful Lauren looks today. Um, and uh, we could certainly all use your prayers for Terry's shoulder. Yeah. That that continues to, to heal up and stay in her shoulder. So her, she does not become a one-armed lady. Typing is really slow one-handed. Yeah, your productivity is really dropped. <laughs> it's really dropped. <laughs> Are you driving? Of course.
No, actually, no, I'm not driving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> well, thanks a lot for, uh, for being with us this week, and we will see you next week for Big Week 15. 15. All right, have a great week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.